0: How we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Let's get to the quick review of the day. This is on the Sarpy. The Sarpy is a surgically-assisted rapidal palatal expansion procedure, um, and this is quick review number 100, so happy 100. This is the 100th quick review, little little brief review posts that I've been putting out over the last, I think, six months, maybe a little, yeah, a little, little longer than six months, probably six to, to six to nine months. So let's get to this. What is the SARPE procedure? Quick review, 100. It's the surgically-assisted rapid palatal expansion, which is a combined orthodontic and surgical procedure aimed at widening a narrow maxilla. It is achieved by surgically cutting the bone of the palate to facilitate its separation, allowing for the insertion of a device that gradually widens the space by applying outward pressure. Its indications include, one, skeletal maturity, Adults with a fused palate, with with fused palatal sutures where conventional expanders are ineffective. two, a narrow upper jaw, insufficient width of the maxilla caused causing dental crowding, cross bites or other occlusal issues, and three airway issues. A narrow upper jaw can, tr- can contribute to restricted airway passages and associated breathing problems. Here are some of the pros. Effective one effective expansion allows for significant widening of the upper jaw, which might not be achievable with orthodontic treatments alone. Two, improved occlusion. It can correct crossbites and improve the fit of the upper and lower teeth. Number three, aesthetic improvements. This procedure can enhance facial symmetry and aesthetics by expanding the upper jaw. And four, potential airway benefits like like I said before. This may improve nasal airway breathing by increasing the width of the nasal cavity. Cons. Surgical risks, like any surgical procedure, the SARP carries risks including infection, bleeding, or adverse reactions to anesthesia. Two, the recovery time. The initial surgical recovery and the subsequent period of palatal expansion require time and can involve discomfort. And it doesn't involve much uh, patient assistance or patient um, contribution to this to this treatment phase as the. They're given many times. They're given a key by the orthodontist, and they're told to do like one turn or two turns a day, for example, or or, you know multiple times a day, depending on what the orthodontist wants. That's really the orthodontist is really going to be the driver of the ship at that point. After surgery, after the appliance is placed, um, and and it it requires a lot of patient cooperation and and involvement in this this treatment and in that phase of treatment. Relapse potential. There's always a risk of some degree of relapse where the expansion achieved may partially decrease over time without proper retention. And last but not least, number four of the cons. Cost and commitment. Sarpy can be costly and requires a commitment to follow orthodontic treatment for optimal results. Now, what are some complications of the Sarpy procedure? Now, there are many, but I think the three most common would be just like we said last right here, relapse. Some amount of relapse or narrowing of the expanded arch may occur after removal of some of the expansion device. Uh, two, root resorption, this is one. There is a small risk of root resorption in adjacent teeth due to the forces applied during expansion. And then three, as always, with any surgery, infection has some risk um, at the surgical site. Some references evolve, especially the figure here. This is the AO Foundation, the AO Surgery Reference Site. Uh, that's, that's where I got the figure from. Here's some some papers, publications, and then also uh, Peterson's. I actually didn't include Secrets in, the, in the, the reference of this, but this is number 53 in chapter 39 of orth, Orthognathic Surgery of, of OMFS that Secrets, that textbook. When is it advised to perform a surgically-assisted rapid palatal expansion instead of a segmental Lefort 1 osteotomy? The, the SARP is indicated in cases that contain in excess of 5 millimeters of transverse maxillary deficiency at the first molar. In isolated maxillary transverse deficiencies and in skeletal um, as well as in skeletally mature or failed orthodontic expansion. However, complications of SARP may include periodontal defects of the midline osteotomy, if it does not enter the mid-palatal suture line or when the rate of expansion is greater than biological limits. I think that's pretty good. Which orthognathic procedure has the highest degree of relapse? According to Profit, et al., transverse transverse expansion of the maxilla is the most unstable orthognathic procedure. The greatest relapse is seen in the second molar region with an average of 50% loss of surgical expansion. Wow. After one year, Inferior maxillary positioning and mandibular setbacks were also found to be less predictable than in other surgical techniques. All right, friends, that's the quick review of the day. Again, that's number 100. Wow, I'm I'm super excited. That's 100 done already in six months, give or take six months. That's that's pretty crazy. I hope you enjoy these. Let me know if you do. No one, uh, actually, no, no, actually, uh, one of the attendees did let me know that he appreciates these. But I always appreciate any feedback anything I could do to modify or enhance the, the the review, the help, the learning, and the overall experience for you. You know, if you tell me that my voice sucks, just let me know. I know it's a hard Long Island accent, but, <laughs> you know, we, we deal with what we're born with. All right, friends. Yes, I was born with the strong Island accent. If that's what you were thinking, and you're not born with the accent. You learn it over time. No, no, no. I was born with this. I came out i came out of long island douchebag (laughs) no 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 all right friends enjoy have the rest of the day